0: When they came up to me Saturday, when I had a zillion things going on and my foot's injured and there's like the rain going, happening and stuff. But at the same time, people are like getting tattoos and, and stuff. And like, whoa, people are getting tattoos with our foot. That's amazing. Okay. And then, and then when they're like, we talked about it and we're getting married, I'm like, you're kidding me. And I laughed a lot. And then part of me was like, oh my God, ah. God, I gotta, whoa, what am I, what am I gonna say, what are, should we be doing, this is what?
1: Wake up mm-hmm. marriage fans, it's time to get hitched with today's episode all about A little something you and I might call marriage, right? It's marriage, not weddings, right? Marriage. Marriage. Marriage is different than weddings. Weddings is one day. Marriage is a lifetime commitment. Or at least you're saying that it's a lifetime commitment. No, you
0: know, well... Huh. Yeah, I didn't really think about it. I mean, the reason why we're doing this episode is because we we did a wedding ceremony we were just like like me um by the way Salavatis back on on the on the cap for those of you lucky enough to be watching on youtube or spotify um and yeah so i think a mix of that maybe maybe slightly more wedding i think i think we lean more wedding ceremony type because marriage, you think of like feet
1: on the table, dirty socks on the ground. The, yeah, 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 yeah. Visiting, yeah. but marriage, no. you think of cake. Yeah, that's what the, I'm
0: thinking, mostly cake, mostly about cake. Yeah, let's talk about, and
1: that's the thing it's people the want more. Episode. A lot of people, especially when they're younger, they want a wedding. They might not want a marriage, so a lot of marriages kind of end soon after the person realizes that, oh, I didn't really want to spend my life with this person. I just was romanticizing the idea of the big party and the dress and the cake and the that kind yeah. of thing. Not, not everyone, of course, not even well, most people. Just that happens sometimes. But I've stu- seen it.
0: statistically, people that get married before the age of, of 25 have have uh, much higher rates of divorce than people that wait until after oh, they're 25. Oh, nice. Yeah, Good yeah. thing I waited. Yeah, yeah. Uh. yeah, which I think we,
1: we're in agreement on this, but the the Ben Shapiro, Jordan Peterson confirm, con, confirmative, conservative view is you decide you want to get married and then you find a partner. And I think that's hogwash. I think you, you, you find the partner you, because just through whatever, through life, the partner becomes your person. And then you decide <sighs> to marry person, not like, oh, I want to pick person. But I don't know. Everyone's different.
0: That is, I mean, yeah. I think I think that's a personality thing, and it's also maybe we'll get into a little bit of history because I think through history that narrative has uh, has changed um, a bit. Juan, I don't want to forget to do this. I've been meaning to ask you. You had your first solo gallery recently. Slightly, you had s- such a exciting September. You got to do. You got to do Mumfest, which isn't just like throwing your first festival that was like a celebration of your art with a bunch of your art everywhere, and you got to do your first solo performance on a big stage that killed. And people loved it. And you got to do a weird jazz thing as the Arielys <laughs> to accompany Dan Ariely's talk. And you just assembled a band out of nowhere and got to perform as as well on all on the uh, all on an incredible stage with cool uh, with a awesome background and it was everything. Nuts, and then you got done with all that, and, and then we had and then and then after the festival. You had our, your your first ketamine experience, which people will have to be a Patreon member and and go on the, uh, the bonus. Can Mind I say pod, that? Patreon.com slash You have to go and check out the monthly bonus episode for this month to hear that story because we're keeping it on the down low and then um and then but a super fun story and a great uh life experience exciting fun life experience for you and then you got home and how many days later after that was your solo studio i think less
1: than 10 i had a week to really put it together and then they were painting the walls of the gallery so i didn't have time to hang stuff up until a couple days before the thing actually kicks off so it was a few days of just nonstop framing stuff making sure they got printed painting things assembling this putting this clay up my butt putting this up my nose doing all this random stuff and what it-
0: helped more the the finger in your nose or the uh, Play up the button, the, Play up the button the, Of the, course uh, yeah yeah <laughs> of course it's the ass <laughs> what was well, uh, did you see the thing recently i is this real did you see the thing about the chess master what did he do hold on Magnus
1: Carlson yeah 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 no I just know he's the best chess player in the world I just don't know what he did though my
0: brother sent me this and something uh, involving his ass <laughs> uh, hold on a second world chess champion magnus carlson brands us teen nemesis a cheat and refuses to ever play with him again amid accusations he uses vibrating anal beads to win matches oh that's awesome <laughs> first off that's not cheating how is that cheating you anyone who wants to i've never used anal beads myself i think that especially I've, not to cheat at chess i put i put them in a lady once i found it to be strange but if if you want if you if 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 a lady out there needs some beads in her butt i'm happy to accommodate but <laughs> it's certainly it's certainly not cheating it's not cheating to put things in your butt. What do you like? Is there? Uh, what? Then they're gonna like regulate the kind of underwear you can wear, and like, and yeah. Also, your, your sphincter must be exposed before you, you can make your opening move. You hear like a like. What was that? Your phone. <laughs> Uh, like what was Like that would be if, if the anal beads were so loud The noise was distracting And you know That would be I feel like that's cheating If it's like an intimidate <laughs> If you have, but bishop, if to you have che- <clears throat> bishop to rook at e4 Bishop to and you just have a jackhammer that you're sitting at on, and you're staring at the person in the eyes with the jackhammer loudly in your ass. Maybe that's maybe that's cheating. I would have discreet. given my chess
1: crown to him immediately. Whatever Stanley Cup thing <laughs> you get for winning chess, like as soon as I heard the vibration coming from there, I would just... <laughs> I am outmatched. hmm it was so, a good run, but so, I think it, uh, I haven't. I did. I can't believe I didn't hear the anal beads part. I had only heard that he he quit the game after one move because he knew that he 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 had a suspicion that this guy's been cheating for a while, and he's using an artificial intelligence to feed the moves that he's making, and then getting like the correct answer of what would be the best play afterwards like so he's using a super computer but if he's using if he's getting Morse code through anal beads like (laughs) that's better than
0: Morse code I just thought see I didn't I liked my version I liked just reading the headline and having my version in my mind because your version of course makes sense and is of course cheating but my version is like vibrating anal beads are like steroids for the chest of mind and it's like you just can't compete with someone with vibrating things in their ass they're too smart Yeah, it just it, it, it fires
1: all the neural pathways and creates every connection of Moo, so you're better than even uh, Deep Blue, or that's like from 1995, I don't even know what the best chess player is now.
0: So, so this is, obviously I don't have my anal beads in today as I'm making dumb assessments about what these anal beads were for, so it's, uh, <laughs> oh, there, there goes my brain, someone forgot their anal beads today. <laughs> so your brother uh, sent you this like as a goof or he's a chess guy <laughs> as a goof I think he just enjoyed the he knows I like butthole stuff just generally I find buttholes to be hilarious and traumatizing and like gross and every they yeah, it's the worst they, part of the universe they have every emotion that there is attached to them <laughs> um, and uh, yeah let's see yeah yeah so it's like some sort of uh, well that's I mean still to get all that morris code through your through your butthole and why is it why was it necessary to like you can't have like a toe ring that does the same <laughs> that's the same obvious thing? that's
1: visible I think the anal beads are by definition invisible, invisible. It's in your shoe they check your beads? shoes and
0: stuff. No, 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 no I'm saying
1: toe. R- oh, right, Sh- shoes, shoes, uh, yeah. toe ring. Yeah. I mean, what are they? What's the security like at a chest? I, I mean, maybe he can't interpret the Morse code as efficiently as it can inside of the <laughs> rectum. Because you feel inside the rectum. You You remember
0: I mean I think it I think certainly having something up your butt's going to improve your memory at the very least. I don't I don't don't know. I don't know if it's gonna help you think any better. You'll never forget that night. But but really you'll really remember. everything surrounding the experience every detail they could test that very easily with those pictures and like you try to remember everything in the picture afterwards (laughs) then then you're cheating that's how you're cheating
1: it says here that the anal bead (laughs) jokes are rocking the chess world and now i really want to know what what jokes the chess world has that are, like if better, it's a whole genre. genre.
0: Yeah. I'm, I mean, they're smart people. They've had more time to think about it and, and like skin in the game, too. Like, if you're, you know, it's like when you find out a, a, a comic's stealing jokes or something, you're really, and you're, if you're outside of comedy, like, yeah, you know, comic steals jokes. If you're a comedian, it's like you're plotting against them in your mind and coming up with any way to like, make fun of them or whatever else so maybe they do have better anal beads jokes they must i would uh, yeah they know
1: the terms too they're gonna be able to make like deeper cut references and (laughs) uh like name famous chess players that's
0: true there's gotta be all sorts of chess moves that sound like something that goes in your butt (laughs) <laughs>
1: i only know the queen's gambit and it's because it's the netflix title
0: <laughs> still you could call that the queen's the Napoleon Gambit. defense just, maybe it, <laughs> i mean every single one of those every single one of those things <laughs> if you didn't know that they were related to chess uh you'd be like yeah i just did the queen's gambit what's that oh i have anal beads and right now <laughs> What if he just wants to look at the guy's ass,
1: and he gave up his whole chess career to like have to like you're gonna have to prove to
0: me that it's not in there. He knows there's nothing in there, but still, I mean, I, I think I think you're suspicious. Someone's cheating, and then you just like then you try to mock them in some other way and say it's by anal beads, right? Or I don't know. Why would you make an accus... if you want to be t- if you want to be taken seriously? why make an accusation like that unless you know maybe it's common maybe that's the like new thing that they've been doing in the chess world i, I don't, don't know. know
1: but i i understand why he would be skeptical i know nothing of the material it's very likely that the guy could be cheating because this guy is he's he's said to be a combination of bobby fisher and kasparov and like one one of them had like the the speed and the precision and then the other one had like the over encompassing like surrounding you slow strategy and this new Magnus Carlsen guy apparently has combined like both the the strategy so he's the best of all worlds he's been the champion forever and then all of a sudden this ass kid shows up and is beating people so he's like whoa he must have i don't see anything on his fingers or in his ears the only logical conclusion is that it's in his ass and then he's looking up like anal transmission and then the first thing that comes up is anal beads so then it becomes beads uh,
0: yeah yeah hmm we'll see sense. makes i would i would love sense. this to rock
1: the world not the chess world <laughs> i would love this to overtake you know iran ukraine um, yeah. The hurricane, abortion. News. abortion, yeah. oh Man, a lot of stuff this year. I guess there's always a lot of stuff, but. I ooh, don't know. World, world crisis stuff. it's It seems like it's just coming like here, 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 here. Yeah. Can't keep up with it. How many infographics do you share? Because I'm not <sighs> one of those people. like I just don't think it, it helps to share every infographic about every tragedy and everything. Mm. You're, you're just boring people at that point.
0: I like a good infographic from time to time, but I, I'm not sure I find myself sharing them very often. Yeah. Like, would you share all of them? Would you say like, hey, here's how you got to
1: support Iran. Here's how you got to help Ukraine. Here's how you help hurricane victims. Here's how you help uh, women in, uh, in uh, Georgia right now who don't have abortion rights. Also here's us. I'm like, whoa, 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 slow down. I already mm-hmm. know that stuff. And I followed you because I like to know what you're up to, not you're pushing the infographics that I've already seen. But right, but then if no one shared the infographics, then no one would see it. We so. wouldn't
0: know what slice of a pie this and that thing is, mm-hmm. but in a clearly uh, visualized <laughs> way. We would have to do our own mental calculations with the numbers, and we're all too lazy for that. Love a good pie graph. Um, so, oh yeah, so how so? So the studio, so you have Play-Doh in your ass, you're you're, uh, moving at a zillion miles an hour trying to put everything together. Yeah,
1: so um, lots of help from Jonas and Steve, of course, over at Main Street LA, the gallery downtown. They did most of, if not all of the actual mounting thing with the drill and the placing stuff just right and like applying the price tags to it and everything. Um, and we're, we're putting stuff up as people are about to come in. There's like six minutes till people are coming in and I'm still taping stuff to the wall and like dusting stuff. And then finally people start coming in. They, uh, wander around, look around. It was like a mini mom fest in a way. There's people coming in with shirts with my stuff on it. And it's oh, like, I'm back fun. at Mumfest, fest, but in a, in a gallery setting, I give my workshop talk that I've only given one before. I thought I was timing what, it. And what what's your workshop talk? It's called growing a business with an artist brain. So it's mm. about how you can survive even if you just have scatterbrain artist tendencies and how you can kind of organically leverage that into not having a real job, which is what I've managed to do somehow. Yeah. So I'm trying to communicate that and the talk's supposed to be an hour, and I forgot to time it. And then I looked over at my phone after who knows how much time, and it just says zero zero zero. So I wasn't timing it the whole time. I was like, "Oh crap!" And then I overwent the the stay. Um, and then after the workshop,
0: do you, uh, d- sorry to cut you off. Do you, you do you want to give that talk at uh, at Momfest next year? Maybe, yeah. We should plan. That could that. be fun. We should plan that people would be interested we've got Cause, screens cause, well because uh, i was also thinking i was also thinking that um say we get like you know more like 700 people or something like that which is about three times um what we had in terms of sold tickets then we'd maybe add like another so, we're going to build a bigger second stage, but then we'd maybe add, like, another area. I was thinking there it'd be good to have some artist panels or just some miscellaneous things like yeah, that. Yeah, I'll do an artist panel. So, that could be cool. Um, but, uh, yeah, so you did the that talk, and then what other... And then there was a bunch of stuff I didn't finish. Like,
1: i i gotten all these ceramic skulls and, like, wooden furniture things that I was going to paint and, like, make a diorama of... Of things with and these mini canvases all this material that I just didn't have time to finish doing stuff with and then so when it came down to it the last day I'm like just I just threw it all on a table and then wrote a note saying that like hey I didn't finish my art show you have to help me finish the art show my Pam Beasley style art show so here's all this stuff here's like paint and clay and pencils and and stuff to to every type of art supply and I just threw it on the table and like you you make the rest of the show and people liked it a lot of people were at the table like a lot of the time making stuff so many people made stuff beyond my technical ability it was fun going by and looking like you're a you're a better technical artist than I am but I'm wow. the, I'm the show though and that's kind of funny that's to awesome. see that uh Juliana Garces came Max Matless came um who else came Marcus from Breathe and Vegan the ice bath uh meditation instructor guy a lot of fun people oh Ruby Ruby uh did you know Ruby from Austin the comedian yeah. Used I to think, be Ruby Collins, Ruby think, Beige now. I think Beige. so. Uh, and yeah. Trent, which I thought they lived in Germany and they came and surprised me. They just showed up out of nowhere. She
0: had like short red hair or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah.
1: Like would would do the like yeah. robot hands kind of thing. Yeah, that was like one of her signature mannerisms. Yeah, wonderful. And for some reason, I thought she still lived in Germany and then just showed up. She lives in Orange County, actually, and drove down for it. Very cool. And Zach was there. He he came and joined me during an improvised uh, loop session, similar to what I did at Mumfest, but like different improvisations because it's all about taking it from the moment. Like, what can I pull from the air in that moment? And it was a very resonant space. Like everything would echo, and they had laser lights behind me, just like the green patterns of of stuff. That was fun. Um, sold a lot of stuff like the the way it worked was I would frame things original paintings, original drawings prints etc and then when you bought it you take that off the wall and you go home with it so by the end of the night like half the stuff on the wall is just missing which is weird because then people getting there late is like why is there only half of the stuff but it was, it was good I'm trying to see if there's anything fun story wise about it though because sometimes it's a fun experience a fun visual experience and cool people but uh let's see tc tarot came and did tarot in the black light room we had a black light room with like glowing sculptures and stars everywhere and On. tc did the tarot of it and then uh People like that. Everyone that walked out of that tarot room was changed. No one left there going like, "eh, you know, whatever." Everyone left going like, "that was, yep, that 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 got me. Now I'm on a new path."
0: <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. Really? Wow! Has has TC Tarot been on Rainbow Brain Skull? Yep. I think yeah. like four episodes ago. Oh, okay. So check that
1: out. Yeah. Other than that, I don't know. I don't know what else to say about it, but it was totally a miniature mum fest in a gallery.
0: That's amazing. That's terrific. Oh, well, that also makes me think because I I want to I want to tour um with mind under matter so bad. It's always like now I mean now I, it's it's always you don't know how how many tickets are going to sell and then how how much is marketing it's going to take and this and that but i do want to figure out what an ideal like if we just know 200 people are going to fill the place anywhere we go or something like that you know and then figure out what we would want to do and then work backwards to figure out how to actually get 200 people through the door in Mm. whatever city that we go to but maybe there could be like some gallery-ish stuff that you would do cuz obviously you'd sell a ton of merch on yeah. on the road but maybe there'd be maybe there'd be some cool like immersive stuff that you could travel with i don't know we'll uh we'll chat about it some other time yeah, i have, merging uh, both of them taking the fest with us yeah i mean i uh I would love to be back touring. It's just to set to set up everything again with the marketing and everything else. It's just like there's a lot of trial and error that goes into it. So, the easiest thing to do is just to do regular stand-up spots and get booked at clubs again and and that sort of thing. And uh, Yeah, why don't so. you just start slow? Yeah, I am. I'm starting so slow I haven't even started. That's how <laughs> slow I'm starting. Um but no, I, I have. I'm doing this. Um, uh, speaking of events, I, I'm doing this zombie apocalypse medicine meeting in Phoenix. Zam! Zam! It's um, actually this past guest of mine and future guests, depending on what day you're listening. Um, both, uh, Athena Actipus, who loves that name, she studies. Um, cooperation like mostly at a cellular level she studies cancer and stuff so like cancer is when cells stop cooperating and so she has a book called the cheating cell Mm. and that's what cancer is and cheating with uh, anal beads cell yeah um they are they are the cells with anal beads in their asses of the cellular (laughs) world and it's october 20th through the 23rd so Athena's the first, um, the first person on my. I'm trying to do, I'm trying to do this side project with Here We Are, where I'm I'm having certain academics and past guests that I really like that have new projects that I'm interested in that they're working on to come and like hash it out with me. So she has a book about. Um, zombie apocalypses or not not zombie ap- apocalypse ish scenarios and scientific ways of dealing it, with it. So basically her whole thing is she's she's big into like cooperation and studying cooperation and altruism and, and those sorts of things. And and um, and she's into public science communication. And these these various like big life crises are sometimes things that like really bond people together. So she studies the ways in which humans sometimes cooperate in certain scenarios. Sometimes they don't, as well as we've found out, but uh, but sometimes they do. And and so then she uses various like apocalyptic scenarios to make science communication fun. Well, anyway, so she so she's writing this book about how basically like, well, there are a zillion apocalypse type scenarios happening with like wildfires and extreme weather and viruses and nuclear war threats and things like that but also humans have and like every species has faced apocalyptic catastrophic events like over and over and over again through the history of life on this planet and so what are the things that we can learn from past success of getting through things to how can we how can we figure out how to find like Fun ways to bond together and and get through, like, these apocalypse-ish <laughs> scenarios while still kind of having fun with it because creativity is such a big part of problem solving. And so if you can't kind of, like, laugh through the, you know... You're laughing at the apocalypse? Uh, like the apocalypse the is
1: serious. Putin has nuclear warheads. And if you listen to his latest speech, he is intending to use them. He says that the West is a cancer... And that the west must be
0: exploded <laughs> i don't know what the speech is he said so he said something along those lines it was, it was a lot of like accusing the west of doing like all of the things that he does um, mm-hmm. which is like very and it's all true uh, right
1: we're, mean, we're the little guys we're okay to say that and by yeah. little guys i mean like we're not uh a government Right. But when people are saying like you know US does bad things like yeah yeah it does bad things. Oh, Russia does sure. bad things too. Yeah, Russia does bad things. But for not sure. as bad as Finland. Yeah, Finland does terrible things. <laughs> Finland colonized most of the earth. That's why we all speak Finnish. Otherwise <laughs> so, we would be speaking English or German or something.
0: So- so so anyway I'm doing this uh I'm doing this series where basically she's walking me through her book writing process like we're basically hashing out her book together over over probably like a five part series. So it's going to be out as a here we are episode which by the time you're listening to this it's either coming out the next day or is is soon to be out. Um let's see it would be october 5th the first one should be coming out so check that out on here we are and then i'll do like one a month and then afterwards i'm going to kind of rebrand it and add more editing to it and release it as you got a name yet maybe casual courses but i haven't decided basically the name is the backbone of a brand i know um but i (laughs) it's fun that you said that wearing that suit um (laughs) is that a part of your talk (laughs) No, but so, it's got to be now, and I got to give the talk
1: now. in a suit, and then maybe like disrobe at the end, revealing a
0: tie dye shirt or something. Yeah, yeah, more more disrobing for sure. On this, we get a lot of comments that say we need more disrobing. I'm wearing a robe right now. I could easily. Take and we've it. talked about the disrobing right at the end of the bonfire, at the end
1: of burning can when we burned the outhouse. That our ceremony involved uh, disrobing, revealing the clothes that we were wearing underneath the whole time. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Fully
1: disrobing to
0: reveal the, the shorts and t-shirt we had underneath. I, uh, that was so much fun. I have, uh... Oh, did you see that... Don't don't spoil anything, but did you see that video I sent you, how we're gonna level up? No, uh, I haven't yet. You didn't see it? No, I got, a, I got a lot on
1: my C-list, but it is on my list. Oh my goodness gracious!
0: Really, look at it right now. But just, will that uh, but spoil it? Just don't say what it is city? and turn turn the turn the phone volume off. I just want people okay. to see your reaction. Oh to what's yeah, happening. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. no, 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 no. Sorry, I, I thought you meant a different uh video, no, which,
0: for the burning, which cam. yes,
1: I did see that. I will not reveal that, but that looks fun and dangerous, and that's why we <laughs> like it. <laughs> and not only did i already see it i even replied to you about it already so yeah, that's just yeah, where yeah. my memory's at today you're, uh, you're getting afternoon you're, you're, me today
0: afternoon me is kind of more i think you're doing great oh, good. um good. all right so so anyhow that's what i have coming up and going on uh yeah you, you missed ramien's um studio in la so we'll be, and afterwards i was like man we gotta be better about plugging things when we have When we have fun projects coming up. I need to. I had a
1: guest list and there were so many friends I could have invited and been like, hey, if you want to drop by, I'll put you on the guest list. But I was so flustered and trying to put stuff together. I did zero personal promotion. I posted on Insta a few times and stuff like that. And attendance was really good, but I still regretted. I regretted like not telling, you know, a handful of people like, oh, I forgot to give you the guest list experience, but... Art art walls is fun. Galleries is fun. White walls, high price tags, people coming in with cocktails, nice dresses, looking at them. Did Mm. he sell a good number of things? Yeah, and it's still up on the gallery for the next two weeks, so you can still go buy stuff, but I believe more than 50% of it is gone now. So all the good stuff was taken. Whoa. What's the name of the gallery again? It's called Main Street L.A. Main Street, it's on Alley. yeah it's on literally on Main Street in downtown Los Angeles so super super historic downtown the heart of of downtown where all the build, big buildings are the old architecture and glad we
0: plugged it and while we're someone chasing things, after you with a knife probably <laughs> um, <laughs> if you want to support us without being chased with a knife, support us on patreon. Uh, become a Void, a Visionary, a honey bear, a Monte de Buffon, and be one of the fanciest. Or become a full-blown lunatic, get a yurt for next year's Mumfest, a straitjacket, be celebrated in the opening ceremony in front of everyone, and get to be a celebrity for either a $1,000 installment for 10 months or $8,000 straight up, we'll take it. Mostly say that just to make a Comante de Buffon seem a lot more reasonable at $100 a month.
1: and we're working on our super super lunatic tier, where you give us a million dollars and you have to sign over power of attorney to us, and then we actually check you into a mental institution. <laughs> you actually go there indefinitely
0: <laughs> for a million dollars. For a million dollars, we we'll will lock imprison you up. You. Lock her up. Uh, um, so yeah, check that out. Remember to uh, remember to subscribe on YouTube and things like that. For this episode, let's talk about marriage. We yes, the some ultimate people. bonding, like uh, Athena
1: Octopus was saying. So to use cooperation, merging together. What and is what is more of a merge than that, besides well, a corporate merger?
0: Yeah, and, and what marriage has been has changed over time, too. So you mentioned the um, um, Peterson and uh, what's-his-face. Ben Shapiro. Um, Ben Shapiro, um, I mean, I would say historically they're not, like, completely, first off... No, of course life... they're
1: historically right, because conservatism is historic, that's like, right. isn't most of it, it's about keeping the yeah, institutions yeah, the that are long around, and like, no, 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 don't change that, This the reason these things are in place.
0: We gotta go back to yeah. uh, the way, yeah, there's a reason, a reason lot women
1: of... do these roles, there's a reason men do these roles,
0: there's a reason... Uh, traditional uh, yeah, fallacy those, yeah. type things which but no no conservative would be any conservative today is progressive by past standards there's there's all like it used to be I, I that if you if uh there were there were times let's see i wrote this one down where it was like um uh if if a one so there there was this there's this one area where if a man decided he didn't want to get married anymore, he would either write a letter to the woman's father or just tell the woman he would, he would go, "Thou is no longer <laughs> my wife and then the marriage would be dissolved if there was I like declare witnesses. bankruptcy and then um, and then and then the woman could also say, thou is no longer my husband. And you know what would happen then? Nothing. Um, They would drown her in the river. Oh. um, For, for saying.
1: Did she at least know that?
0: that. Yeah, I think she knew.
1: Okay, yeah, was still wanting to get out of there. Could not stand another minute of
0: Todd talking about fantasy I, mean, what I sport wish there was, was there a Todd then? in the Bible. Like, why not? They already—they're like, oh yeah, you know, um, Jesus's uh, prophets and disciples. You, you know, his his disciples was those common Middle Eastern names: Mark <laughs> and John, Matthew, and Luke. <laughs> why not? So why not throw a Todd in there? I never considered that.
1: I never, <laughs> I never even thought that. Yeah, of course those aren't the actual names. If you went back in time, it's you're insane. like, hey, hey Matthew. He would just stare past you and then would look behind
0: himself. And but then it makes Jesus sound that much more like magical because they just mm-hmm. like gave everyone else a boring name and then Judas, the Ooh, evil that Jesus. Judas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And everyone else is Mark, <laughs> <What>? Mark, Tom, <laughs>
1: Larry, Ralph, George. I
0: would have lo- loved him. Paul is one of them. them. Paul is, is an one.
1: apostle, right? Yeah. Paul's a big
0: one. John
1: Paul. Big Paul. Oh, that's funny. Two two Beatles got to be disciples.
0: Yeah. John well, Paul. It's just no well, George. It's not uncommon for people to name people after the the disciples and in the bible it's certainly it's becoming less of a transition but still when yeah there's no Hayden's or were being born there was a lot of that still but there was so I mean traditionally marriage was uh, it was just this like marrying for love was this fun little bonus that came along thousands of years after mar- marriage? Was just like we need to survive. Families know that they pair you up with people and stuff, or you you purchase a bride at an auction or whatever and it's just about making children and that's like going back as as far as we have evidence for mesopotamia right hunter-gatherers were a lot different than that it would be be like the the babylonians the um which one is earlier babylonia or mesopotamia um i'm not sure but the, the 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 code the code of hammurabi was kind of the first the first written instructions because when they started writing things down it was a lot of it was just for it was just tallies for you know like acres of land or grain and stuff like that so once they started getting language bumping that was uh, Hammurabi's code or the code of Hammurabi however you say it that was the first written in stone record of but that was that's where all of the religions came from was when like papyrus hit the scene you know once you could Ooh. write something down and I was like whoa you can write this down and then I think that's and then that was that became beyond like AI doctrine. back
1: then probably the way we see AI art today like oh, writing yeah. stuff
0: down on papyrus was probably like I mean it still has an effect on people when someone has a book it's like whoa They wrote a book. Like anyone can write a book, and anyone can self-publish. But when I was, I mean, it's not an easy thing to do. I've tried and failed to write many books. But anyone can, and it's not necessarily like a measure of a of quality in a person that they have written a book. Just like anyone, I've got ten books.
1: Yeah, they're not written. I guess they're mostly drawings, but
0: there is writing in them, and they are books like with let's say stand-up science um yeah i would be i would always be better off just having if there was a scientist that had a self-published book or what you wouldn't say self-published but if they had a book that was always just way more impressive to people than if someone had you know a macarthur genius grant or something i guess if you have a nobel prize that's i've no i don't think i've ever had a nobel prize winner on but if oh, you haven't even get prize, the worst people, one people know I bet I could if I tried. Yeah. The, the, the weakest worst ever.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And what is what is the in the Olympics? Like, you know, who what's the most who cares sport like shot put or something like that? Like, what's mm-hmm. the most uh, who cares? Nobel Prize.
0: Oh, that's a great question. I have no idea. I don't even know all the categories.
1: Or like in Oscars, like how there's a whole bunch of the Oscars ceremony that isn't filmed. Like no one is going to watch like best lighting or best sound design. It's all about best actor, best supporting, best uh this kind of stuff. Best stuff you can see. That is... Not best behind the scenes.
0: Yeah, because there's... You know, there's like the Peace Prize, literature, physics, chemistry, medicine, economics. Yeah, it's, it's so broad, right? I mean, literature seems like the one where it's like, I don't know. It seems Too like an, that's a very different category than medicine. Yeah. Uh, maybe so, I'm So the unfair. first...
1: The first marriage was in uh it says here 20 30 50 BC around mm-hmm. there like 40 or 4000 or so years ago. What was that like being the first being the first couple? Like that doesn't even exist and then like hey, you two are going to be the first joined together yeah. by papyrus or not yeah, papyrus I... joined together by a stone
0: writing humans. Uh, yeah, I I think well it was it was a lot of i mean it was like a business arrangement back then and then usually like the men were allowed to have multiple it was through most of the early written history because it's also hunter gatherers were clearly like having monogamous ish relationships and there was like nothing unusual about about but when agriculture came around i think the script got flipped a little bit because uh it females pretty much do the do the selecting in about every species out there. They're the pickier ones. They're usually the ones that get to call the shot a little more. Certainly there's cohesion on males end of things in a lot of species, but generally speaking females are kind of the driving selection force. So usually if something like monogamy happens it's because the costly offspring led females to be to look for traits of like males that would stick around more, show various signs of commitment and like this love thing that we experience might be might be something that a lot of species don't experience at all because love is this emotional is like a evolved emotional driver. That's a contract before it's an emotional contract where you're like. I'm done looking for other mates or whatever else. I'm, I'm bonded like to a irrational level with you. We are partners or whatever. Not that you can't love more than one person or whatever, but it probably evolved based on things like that. And a lot of species just don't have any, a lot of species, males and females have nothing to do with one another meet up once a year. All the females bang, some of the males get to bang, and then <laughs> they just have nothing to do with each other ever again. I doubt, there, I, I doubt that there's like a feeling of romantic love. There'd be like there'd be parent offspring love still in those species between mother and offspring and whatnot. But but then then with with agriculture and uh, accumulating wealth, then somehow because there's this there's this great. I wish, oh, I just sent it. I'll try to find the, uh, as I'm talking about it, there's this great David Attenborough documentary um, where they- the Penguins? I think it's Human Planet. Huh. I'm pretty sure it's called with Human penguins? Planet. With um, no, I mean, no. humans
1: t- ruling out the penguins pretty fast. I'm thinking of March of the Penguins and I'm thinking of Morgan Freeman, who is not David Attenborough, but another iconic voice that is also pairs well with animals
0: and also a good uh demonstration of of um mating behavior that's similar ish to humans yeah human planet i think it's up epi- yeah it's the deserts episode um you can find it it's like about 35 minutes in wow i was able to pull that up fast good work and, mate. um and they have so they're they're uh, they're pair bonded um, and then once a year the men get all dressed up and put makeup on and do all these things all this flair and they rehearse their dancing abilities and everything else (laughs) and the females sit around and watch them dance it's the one time a year that cheating's like uh, just completely okay and so you dance Is it though yeah, if you you got to watch this
1: video. I, know it is uh, I mean, it's in is the it, rules, but is it actually is it processed as so cuz it's easy for them to have those rules and like today it's okay and then Tuesday rolls around and then he's like,
0: I don't like what you did on cheat day. Oh, like, but it was I'm cheat sh- day. I I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of that that goes on. But it's hilarious when you watch it the documentary which you know, you can you can edit things in all sorts of ways. But what's hilarious about it is is This guy's, like, trying with all his might to get selected by one of these ladies and his wife's there, like, really rooting for him. And she's like, oh, it'll just, like, mean so much to him and be good for his self-esteem and stuff and (laughs) to get to, like, win this thing and bang this lady. (laughs) And then he he loses and he's like all sad and she's she's trying to like console. What sucked him. about him? Was
1: he ugly? Did he smell bad? Did he have no rhythm? Was his <laughs> it was his makeup job bad? Like where was he lacking, or was it all the areas above he was lacking?
0: I could I couldn't tell. I, I mean, I you couldn't he, tell. He seemed he seemed like a a perfectly competent dancer who was great at dressing up and whatever. Face paint things and showing off his teeth and maybe he was too try hard ways. Yeah, maybe. Because, <laughs> because, like the thing with the
1: selection is oftentimes um, men are. I mean, not to sound like a, a TV commercial, but I feel like it's fine to do that. But it's like they might be overly simplistic in in um, in guessing what women are selecting for. So they're like, oh, if I get a six pack and I puff my chest out. And I've got killer moves on the dance floor and I wear sunglasses, I'm going to get selected. But a lot of people would just maybe write that off as douchey and then right. prefer the guy who's just sitting in the
0: corner reading a book
1: or yeah. something.
0: Yeah, well, I think we like project our inner th- 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 like make assumptions, you know, when you're younger, you're like, I want to have sex with every lady. Every lady must want to have sex with every guy <laughs> as well. They feel the same there's still people that do that
1: at 40 oh yeah or like they show up in the comments like just want you to know that I would I would love to get with that as if they're like oh (laughs) wow this guy
0: he wants to get with me wow
1: like I remember with uh, I think it was Annie Letterman was uh, there was this big controversy with uh, a comedian at uh, the comedy store yeah. yeah who was trying to like get her to go back to his truck with them after she just had a great set and after he just bombed his ass off and then she was just like being like what in your head what do you think this this yeah. is you think I just I just did this and was adored by all these people you sucked you think I'm just gonna go blow you in your truck uh, like, <laughs> in what planet does that make uh, sense uh, <laughs> I'm oversimplifying,
0: <laughs> but you get the gist. Of yeah, it yeah, 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 absolutely. I mean, that's uh, I think uh, uh, every human does that. Just makes assumptions based on. I saw some. They uh, there was like some guy that uh, what, what what's the cheating thing that happened recently that was the big hubbub? Oh, Adam the, uh, Maroon Five. Yeah, yeah. And, and I saw somebody like men. Men only cheat because of their insecurities, and uh, I I don't know. I think some guys like to come a bunch in a bunch of different ladies like for real like I think that's totally their authentic self and that's like it's it's not actually because they're lacking esteem or whatever
1: uh yeah and of course that guy is I thought that was I didn't even know that guy was married
0: uh, yeah, I mean, whatever it is I. It's pop culture. He once. I mean,
1: this is hearsay, but it is an old story. But I remember he he wouldn't sign an autograph, and he told the woman, "I don't, I don't uh, give autographs to ugly people," or something. <laughs> Or I don't take photos with Amazing. ugly women. Yeah, something like so that. So he is,
0: wow. So he's he is always, a total the piece of been, shit.
1: Yeah, he's been, the, the music has always been douchey. He's always oh, been douchey. Wow. Why is it a surprise? Okay. Yeah,
0: yeah. Just come to expect, like, uh, yeah, if someone's, like, very douchey historically in a lot of domains, Yeah, it's probably not earth-shattering news when they're douchey once again in the same domain that they were a douche about before.
1: And there's like eight other guys in that band, and I'm pretty sure they're all just phenomenal musicians. And no one can name a single one of them. What's and they're the, probably band? the Maroon Five.
0: Uh, what's the What's the comic that has the joke about the drummer from? What's the band everyone makes fun of? Um, Nickelback. Nickelback. Oh yeah. Um. It's. It's such a good joke. I'm going to see if I can find it. Drummer from... Nickelback. Joke. Um... Ah. Uh, who was it? Was it? Um... I don't know. Now I want to give him credit if I'm going to say it. Is it Brian Posehn? It was... It was... The, the joke is... The joke's about how... Um the drummer from nickelback has has like the most amazing job in the world because he has all of the money from being in nickelback oh. and no one Knows who he? He's like the worst thing about being in Nickelback is people (laughs) knowing that you're in Nickelback, and no one and no one. uh, I wish I was properly attributing this to the right person. I hope it's Brian Kolsane, but it's such a good fucking bit. And then they talked about how they were they were on Game of Thrones in the Red Wedding episode. Nickelback was the drummer from Nickelback playing. And he a was drummer? a drummer in the Red Wedding, the most popular episode of TV ever, and no one recognized That's him.
1: awesome. <laughs> so funny. And uh, he gets the, he gets like a form of the attention sometimes, like when you're on stage and maybe mm-hmm. you're taking a Nickelback solo. I doubt there's yeah, drum solos solo in those songs, thing. but yeah. yeah. do some And then, solos. you know, you're getting the praise during that, so it's not as yeah. un- Uncredited as like being a casting director or something, right, where no one right. knows it. Like, you no still one get could name to name feel
0: the energy and be a part of it. You're still important, and no one recognizes. you. Wow, amazing! That is that
1: is the perfect gig. Yeah, and that guy could cheat on his wife. No one would know.
0: Yeah, no one would care. But his wife would, People and he's a nice be like, man. Oh, probably. I didn't. Yeah. I had no idea that was the drummer from Nickelback. <laughs> I forgot they had a drummer for a moment. <laughs> Um, so I would like to hear Christopher Ryan comment
1: on all of those though because I think sex at dawn begins with talking about how much there's infidelity and all these kind of things but I'd like to I, I every time there's a cheating wrong. controversy I he, think he like that just that comes is. on yeah oh no, he's not wrong at all and he's not right in every scenario it's just right. one other it's one other angle it's whatever fits your your lifestyle right. But, but so he, he offers a better um, angle at just like this person's a piece of shit or like, no, your expectations are too high. It's like he right. builds a
0: better uh, right. picture of it. But definitely amongst the many things that um, the agricultural revolution really, you know, there, there were so many unforeseen problems that humans could not. Possibly predict and think hundreds, thousands of years in the future of what the impact would be of trying to like, oh, what if we just stayed in one area and grew these things and had this reliable, they didn't know soil depleted, they didn't know you couldn't just subside on just corn And potatoes. And 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 all and they couldn't have foreseen accumulating wealth leading to wars in the way that they did and and property and then women being treated like property because in Hunter Gatherers, if 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 you see the uh you know, the the my interview with Herman Ponser at the uh the live Mind Under Matter fest, um which is available on, on Here We Are he he mentions in in his um, uh, in basically every every anthropological study of these hunter hunter gatherers, the the women can't tell men what to do, men can't tell women what to do, or children, it's just like they're all everyone can advocate for their own thing, and there's not just like I'm this gender, therefore I make the rules, and I don't think that sort of thinking happened until there was agriculture and then it was like you really needed like a guy to like break his back with a plow and that sort of thing and then they would they would accumulate wealth more and then there was opportunity and then then women started ended up being deemed as property. We don't know all of the all the things that happened along the way, but it would be hard to imagine that marriage was a female's idea if you look <laughs> back at the history of marriage because it's fucking horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> it, it really is. And 70% of divorces today are are females. Um, female, they initi- initiate just female initiated? Female oh, initiated, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, ni- 90% when the female's college educated.
1: And, oh, nice.
0: And so yeah so it's it, it was so much like utilitarian and then it was all often you would so they also didn't know about like what led to pregnancy and stuff and so they were like they really cared about someone being a virgin and then you know you would you would show the soiled the soiled sheets to your yep. relatives and stuff tail. afterwards like look at what i did you, they were sometimes in, in and she's some, like 12 Oh, which back yeah. then 12 year olds looked like they were 50 but still <laughs> yeah as soon as you hit puberty which was later probably then than it is now but like 12 13 as you would get child that was over and over again. That was like Mesopotamia, Romans, Greeks. They all did that. Men weren't allowed to marry until after twenty-five because they're like men from the age to fourteen to twenty-five are dipshits. Which <laughs> they had that correct. They were like really picked up on like they're just so fucking stupid at that age, and it's true is when they're taking all the chances and like yeah. getting in all the trouble. And more and more so as you go back in time, I know
1: you could make the case as to now where they're doing like planking for TikToks and stuff and men are stupider than ever, but I don't know. There's people getting into like barrels with wings trying to like (laughs) make a flying
0: machine. We wouldn't have flying machines if it weren't for the thousands of absolute morons that tried making flying machines before that but
1: do you think that not to jump ahead? But do you think that agriculture it was it was a mistake or perhaps like it's it's uh, a necessary they're... thing that we had to do to evolve into a class seven planetary species, as Michio Kako yeah. would call it. But we're we're dealing with the like the devil's deal now, which like hey, it's not all good. You forgot to account for wars, accumulated wealth causing this conflict, and overpopulation, overpopulation, and... soil, everything, but but the other way if it's we just stayed static nomads forever the sun that, eventually runs out of fuel out. yeah sun runs out of fuel it eventually
0: engulfs the earth and then that was that would have potentially overpopulated there too I, I think a lot, of the, uh, a lot of the hunter-gatherers that didn't evolve to into agriculture because agriculture took off um, uh, it was a uh, convergent evolution as well where it was o- over and over again it popped up um, independently in regions, um, you know, with you know, across oceans and, and things like that, independent of of other like cultural influence. And the ones that didn't were often because like it it'd be environmental. It'd, it'd be uh, uh, there there would be barriers within the ecosystem that made agriculture make less sense. Like in jungles, it was just harder. To oh, have good a luck! Field to... Good luck having a jungle garden. Yeah, and and areas where they would like eat a lot of roots and that and that sort of thing and carrots? subside off of that. <laughs> What's that? Carrots, because carrots are roots. Oh yeah, yeah. So there 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 would be certain ginger. There there would be limitations within the land that that caused um kind of uh the the uh. uh Probably inevitable progress to agriculture to um, to stall in in some regions, but it was probably inevitable, and then it was probably inevitable that it was going to come with all of these like horrifying, unforeseen side effects that came along the way, and it yeah. was probably inevitable that then humans would find problem-solving ways to overcome some of but, those but things. This- this whole standing
1: still business, it makes you think, and I might just be making a false uh, correlation here, but I think it's still fun, but we used to be nomadic, then there's agriculture, and then we're staying in the same general area, and then with internet, now we're staying in even a more like still area. And then when it goes in your brain or in your contacts or glasses, then you're even you're going to be even more in just one area when you eventually never leave your your chair, your incredibly yeah. comfortable
0: bidet that you yeah, it just live sucks on. it all out of you. Oh, that would that'd be great. great. I know. <laughs> the thing about bidets is. is No one ever, I think I've said this out here before. If I hadn't, I'd be surprised. I can't believe I don't own a bidet, but I don't want it to ruin all of my other things. Uh, Like, I don't want it to ruin all of my other bathroom experiences in life. Because when someone gets a bidet, I've never once heard someone say, I got a bidet, it's all right. (laughs) Not, not, Not once. Everyone says, it changed my life. Yeah. I can't believe I had been just smearing my asshole. With- Dark ages, <laughs> literally. Yeah. Everyone says that.
1: Yeah, no, I'm I'm all about every every technology available to to clean yourself. Yeah,
0: yeah. You
1: like a loofah? I'm a big. What's that? I fan. want it. Is that go up there? <laughs> Is that like a sprinkler that like goes inside your ass? And
0: goes? No, no, it's like a, it's like a spongy, it's like a spongy washcloth sort of, sort of thing. Google loofah. They're great. It's like oh, a, one it's like a way of like exfoliating yourself kind of. Oh as, yeah, yeah. As I just well didn't know it was called as a loofah. Well as just washing, yeah.
1: Oh no, no, no. Loofahs are everywhere. Loofahs are like at the grocery store next to the shampoo. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah.
0: They're yeah, terrific. you gotta have
1: a good loofah.
0: They're fun. Yeah, I, um,
1: so, so yeah, we'll eventually just They be... have a scientific name? Oh, they're, I didn't know that they're also plants. There's also a, a plant called a loofah. Hmm. I didn't know it's that It's weird either. that things you think are synthetic have, like, an organic plant predecessor to it. Like a sponge. It's like, well, there's a sponge plant. Hmm. But but the sponge you think of is not a plant it's it's manufactured but all these stem from like when it was a plant at one point
0: yeah yeah That's well that's relating to marriage there's so many things within our our tradition that gets lost to our words or various traditions we would have we have no idea what the actual origin of it was and if people knew they'd be like what am I taking part in? And <laughs> it's just like, like the, the wedding veil was, well, first off, bridesmaids, I think that came around, bride, bridesmaids came around in, because then like marriage started getting more and more intentional in terms of like, okay, this is how two people can make a living in a family um, together. But then it would be like, okay, well, how can families accumulate more and more resources? So then it would be registry. The families getting involved in, you know, trading like, oh, this this family will make our family look good as well. And and, you know, prestige or whatever status and the high status families would marry each other off to one another to keep accumulating those resources and then because of that then yeah like the gift register see there be dowries and things sometimes you would um a lot of times the males would pay fathers like whatever goats a goat or... and, a, and
1: a five pence five cent piece of silver
0: but sometimes sometimes the the females family would be paying um the the dowry and they would so they would send females with like a box of all of their you know valuable jewelry or whatever else and it was sometimes a long ways to go to uh to wherever their husband was because these were these arranged things and robbers would be aware of this so also not only was it like not uncommon to know this be like, oh, there's like just some random lady with a bunch of valuables. And she's also a virgin. So so they were Jack they were ball. like preyed upon. And um, back when uh, like people were still like pretty chill with kidnapping ladies and raping them and stuff. And as long as it wasn't the king's daughter on her birthday, <laughs> then it was fine. <laughs>
1: right, and which so, I want. I wanted to say one thing yeah. really quick with yeah, the yeah, no um, the the men and uh, w- men's family paying and women's family paying. My uncle, I remember, got the short end of the stick on both of those because he has one son and one daughter. The daughter married an Italian, and then the son married. Uh, a Chinese woman, and in the Italian culture, the woman pays, and then pay in the Asian, both. yeah, oh. yeah. So he got both, and it's like you think he would be split because okay, I've got a guy and a girl, so only one of them. But in oh. the cultural way, it just ended up that way, mm-hmm. which he
0: did fine, and he's doing fine. But yeah, still. Um. So because of this, that that was that was the origins of of bridesmaids. <laughs> so bridesmaids were you would get with your. I I don't know if they were your friends or they were basically like your security guards plus like your stunt doubles. You would yeah. find and you'd wear veils so people would mix you up. So like, hopefully, so robbers would be like, oh, I don't know which one's the one that I gotta, <laughs> that I gotta take. That's or, why they look the same. steal from, yeah. So they oh, dress but, the
1: same. So they used to wear white then.
0: Cause uh, that didn't come along until like, uh, 200 years ago. Oh. Uh, that was long past all that. That, that was a flex by some queen that was cause white was impossible to keep clean. Oh. And so it was like, look, I can wear this crazy white dress that i'll never be able to they didn't have detergent and stuff so if it, white anything like you could wear it for a day and you just have to throw it out otherwise it'd be stained for whenever so before That's that like women would just wear their best dresses
1: like sneakerheads will exactly. have that i remember that story with charlie murphy and bill burr and like charlie murphy got just the tiniest little scratch on his white sneakers and was like these are these are done now yeah because the whole point is having pristine brand new sneakers. Yeah, yeah.
0: So it was this uh, some uh, some well-liked clean queen, uh, queen a couple 100 uh, years ago that that was that was a big, uh, you know, a, a, a huge conspicuous consumption kind of. Yeah. Look at this pristine white dress. I not only can I afford this fancy dress, to wear but i can only wear it once because it's white and then you know people found uh, commoners found inexpensive ways to copy that to advertise their wealth to other people and so on and so forth until now but now now you still
1: only wear it once yeah i mean it is terribly uncomfortable of
0: course but i mean who would wear that i mean it's such a and it really is miss havisham it is about, like, feeling like a queen for a day or whatever. A, a modern wedding really is, like, this celebration of the bride, and it's a little... I don't know. It seems a little hokey and embarrassing sometimes, but uh, also, I get to be on a stage in front of, like, with a spotlight on me and do all of these They Like, I get that people want to, like, feel special or have have people adore them or whatever for... So whatever, if people want to have a day to be celebrated, I'm not against that. I'm not against people having it. Yeah, but and your tax dollars aren't paying
1: for it. It's people's own uh, choice money.
0: It is silly, some of Like diamonds, I think. I think diamonds are just girl's the, best friend. I think they're just the dumbest thing anyone can possibly buy and I don't I think that you can say things are dumb without like accusing someone of being dumb like I do dumb this chair that I'm sitting on I was telling Ramin I go I go I built a chair today and then he goes <laughs> well you built it I'm like oh actually no uh I <laughs> I basically took a chair out of a box but here's what's dumb about that that I ordered this chair Two, three months ago, I've been sitting on this other chair that I have to stack pillows on to sit on to be the right height for camera, because I just haven't I like opened it. I'm like, ah, pieces. I'll get around to this. (laughs) I opened it up today. It's for the longest. It took me three minutes to do. And that's because I wasted like a minute or two reading the instructions that were completely unnecessary. We all do dumb things diamonds we just need to start admitting as a culture that diamonds are the dumbest possible
1: i think we already have it's just stuff doesn't doesn't take for some reason because like well i'm not going to be the first to mm. like give my fiance, uh, a grocery store wedding ring or a piece of jade or something like it's got to be the diamond diamond, but it's all owned by De Beers and it's just compressed carbon and the synthetic ones are actually more durable and more beautiful and cheaper than the mind ones. It's like, but still, if it yeah. ain't the real mind ones, because can't they make synthetic ones that are it, by it, all measure better and cheaper than you, the- you would
0: fool most jewelers it, it, it would you would need jewelers jewelers need like more and more specialized device and sophisticated devices to be able to tell the difference because uh, from a fake diamond and if a you real put one. it in the oven and they crank them out they need them for tools and everything else we need diamonds for saws and things like that that's yeah Oh yeah, the diamond-tipped saw. Yeah, yeah. But the remember in the cartoons
1: when the burglar would just have one diamond and would make a circle on a window and then push the circle and it would just it would just fall <laughs> yeah, perfectly. Yeah. I yeah, remember yeah. on an episode of Bill Nye or some similar show, the they put diamonds in the oven at like five hundred degrees and it just comes out as as dust. And it was to illustrate that gri- diamonds are just carbon uh, arranged in a very like like perfect grid so that they appear see-through and reflect light. But really it's just, it's just carbon, compressed carbon. (laughs) Yeah. It's not a special, it's not gold. It's it's not, it's not, there's no periodic table thing for diamond. Diamond
0: is just carbon. It's ridiculous. And and it's, I, that there's no way because you got to present it first. Because if you were, say we were doing the whole package, I think like most women would agree, you, you would go like, I, okay, so this is about like an advertising that we can afford this or my ability to accrue resources. We'll say we're going to throw this incredible wedding, a hundred thousand dollar wedding, some like in the, you know, very, very right. fancy wedding. We're gonna go on some incredible honeymoon. That's another 40,000 or whatever. And I would normally get you like a $30,000 incredible engagement ring. I clearly have all these resources. you would still you'd think you could negotiate and be like well what if I just took 60,000 instead of spending 30,000 on that ring let's spend another 60,000 on the wedding or the honeymoon or a fucking car. Or any, anything, anything else, <laughs> anything like even slightly reasonable or that people get to enjoy. Yeah. Or, and, uh, and it's just because it's like, oh, then you can show it off, but you can show off fake diamonds. Just get a fake diamond. <laughs> talk to, you know, you found the one when they're on board with your fake diamond <laughs> plan and spending that I love money that's a
1: scheme like that, that's an evil scheme but it's perfectly rational.
0: I get that you need to show off to like other the like, you know there's a social norm because people are idiots and so because you you want to like make sure that people at work or whatever are impressed by you or what I get I get that there's all sorts of social pressure to do things but you still can't convince me that diamonds aren't just the dumbest um th- and th- and that's so new too that was just a de Beers racket was, like not only is it some dumb tradition like um and then they uh, they wore veils because uh they also believed so once once the kidnapping and raping of women fell out of favor uh like over time <laughs> you know it was like a less it was less popular Um, to do this uh, to a bride which was I think that was the first groomsmen were like then you would get a you would get all your buddies together a band of bandits together to like go and kidnap but you would you would go and you would go and kidnap a lady like you would have a lady in mind or 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 arrange it in hopefully a best case scenario the lady was like This was a consensual thing where the lady was on board with it, but you couldn't afford the dowry or your family like didn't agree with it or or something like that. So this was this romantic thing you would do where you would get your your groomsmen together to go and kidnap. Wait, so the bride could be
1: replaced? Because I thought the best man was there in case the groom died or, like, said no, and then the best man would step in place, and then he would be the marriager. No, I don't think that happened. Uh, oh.
0: Maybe. Maybe through periods of time. That's, I'm sure. I, how could it not have at some point? Or maybe if you hey, died If I war. die, you need to marry my... Yeah, exactly. If that was a thing, then there's a lot of best men murdering there. Sure. <laughs> the, the Sure. Wait, History so is if filled you with you die. I marry <laughs> your super hot fiance, huh? No, no, no. Okay, me and, me and
1: uh, uh Elizabeth are done now, but Gertrude is my new wife. <laughs> Gertie, meet Ron. Oh no. Sorry Wait, to all uh, the Gertrudes out there.
0: So it's like you know, the like, Gertrudes it, will probably
1: go by Trudy. <laughs> or they would go by Jerry or Gert no Gert is better I, I than Gertrude Trudy. Gertrude is something about it it's just very ugly
0: i don't think that there's very many Gertrudes left no um but uh but the the point is, is that it's like well i'm not telling people to abandon the practice of of like having groomsmen or or, or bridal showers or whatever else just because a thousand years ago they had this kind of like horrific origin or it was just like this weird thing that if you would be horrified by today but yeah. saint nicholas used to murder new. a kid,
1: saint nicholas used to murder children if they had been naughty yeah. all year it
0: was yeah a real so whatever nightmare. Yeah. But, but diamonds I was like I don't know 80 years ago or something like that diamonds are new on the scene there's still time to get rid of them it was just I had dumb, no idea it was just years? a dumb marketing ploy yeah De Beers hasn't been around that video
1: long video is longer we had, we had motion longer pictures than longer than diamonds that's crazy
0: um, I'm probably wrong. It's probably more like 200 years or something.
1: The thing is, I remember learning about this so young, and that's why I think it it's around to stay for a while. Because it, it, it
0: was only in the 1930s that diamonds started becoming popular. 90 years America. ago.
1: Yeah. Wow.
0: Yeah. The De, De Beers began in 1947, and it was De Beers that hoarded all of them. And so that was not that's not long at all. That this shouldn't be allowed. Some, no, you just get rid of the diamonds. It's still, you nip it in the bud. It's still in the bud stage. That's they shouldn't it. go to prison, but they should go to jail. Yeah. They should just go to yeah. county jail for a while. Yeah, wear an ankle bracelet at least. So, yeah, that's, well, the other interesting thing was about, like, the bridesmaid swap thing is, is then then once once you didn't need it for the kidnapping stuff as much anymore but then it was still a tradition and then consciousness kind of you know takes over and comes up with conjures up some story to validate you know whatever it was then it be it eventually became it was because spirits would come and get you on your wedding night and so it was to like mask yourself from the spirits or they would wear red sometimes so they looked like fire because spirits fire scares the spirits off and stuff so it was like a lot of That's it's still so weird to be like I'll ask my best friend if she'll like come and be my decoy so she gets kidnapped by spirits (laughs) you would think you would have You'd think you'd pay for, like, a wedding decoy or whatever, you know? Or yeah, not sacrifice. Was, yeah, your best Maybe there friend. weren't enough people, though,
1: to to hire someone. And you That's couldn't true. trust them to just take the down payment and leave. <laughs> you have to trust Beth. <laughs> Beth will be taken by the spirit. Do you know anything about the, the tradition of something, something old, something new, something borrowed, something blue? Is that common? Yeah, there
0: was... I, I read a little something about that, but I I didn't find it to be uh, all that interesting. And and some of the stuff that I, I'm I'm careful not to say some of the things that I'm like, that that fun fact sounds like it might be because give, give me a false one. One that's probably false. Um let's The see. groom's cake tradition. Uh, well, the cake tradition is like they would uh, they, they started by breaking bread over a female's head as like a thing of fertility but then in some areas you would get a big cake and then the husband would just plop the big cake over his new wife's head as a demonstration of dominance and then all the people would come and eat all the, the cr- crumbles on the floor it was just this <laughs> horrific thing for everybody, what but, a and rough it wasn't day. like a great cake either. It wasn't like you know they didn't have the frosting and stuff the way that they do. Not.
1: It's just some rotten eggs mixed with like some ground up grains from earlier in the the spring. Yeah, the well, original cake baked in the sun.
0: It's there's there were a few things what were some of the like like there was some some that were like that i didn't want to i didn't think were interesting enough to look into but but there is like the word husband is uh derives from an old norse norse master of the house oh house and then band yeah yeah and so that makes sense what about wife but that's the thing so apparently it's some the root word has something to do with shame in in uh, by some people's definition or there's this word um who, a pudendo pudendo do you know what pudendo is mm, it's like poo Nintendo uh, uh, i wouldn't want to play that a person's external genitals especially on women External uh,
1: genitals on women? Uh, yeah. so like that, the, boobs? Uh, or labia? No,
0: I think that's labia. I think it's oh. the, the... Labia majora, yeah. Yeah, and, and so it's... But I, I'm like, I don't know about that. It's some of these, because... So, you know, some of these things are just like dumb bloggers that find like these fun facts. It's like... Uh, I, as proto-indo-european root bra is to cook and um and to like brew and to make broth so so bride is from broth uh, yeah so maybe it was like you know early gender rolly type um type things is where the words husband and wife come through I hope we're not at the peak
1: because so many times when you look back at the ancient versions of things, you're like, "Ooh, that was rough. I'm so glad that now we have the, you know, disposable cameras on the table and the nice chocolate cake and the nice vanilla cake and the like uh, the flowers in the center of the table and not, you know. Sacrificing a group of your friends to bandits and dumping cake on your head and having your <laughs> uncle scarf it off at of the top of your head and showing the blood on like everything in the past is rough. Everything today, in comparison, is so uh, like yeah. enjoyable. And it's I wonder if in a hundred years they'll look back on the best wedding today and be like, "That was that was rough."
0: Well, our modern marriages, first of all, they like kind of. The industrial revolution was when people were able to start having their baselines met a lot easier once you could just kind of start pressing things out of a factory and the and the cost of making you know units of things silverware or whatever else went down dramatically and that that was when people didn't need just life wasn't so incredibly hard that you like i need to find someone who can help with this side of like when i'm out plowing someone can be doing this and that thing and cooking the thing and putting the seeds together and and you're just working day in and day out because agriculture was a lot harder than uh they originally thought it was going to be and then once that loosened up that's when so that's when marriage started becoming for love and things when people could be like okay now we can you you would still probably select for someone that was like this uh, is what 1982 uh, like, you know, 1700s, 1800s. Oh, that long ago? Yeah, so you, okay. would, you would start having... Uh, probably not most, though.
1: That's just when it's starting.
0: Yeah, so you're still probably selecting for people that are, you know, responsible and... Because there's still arranged
1: marriages, like in India. Oh, and yeah. I remember I was... Uh, people always ask me if my parents were arranged marriage, and I remember being, like, miffed by that. As a kid, because I'm like, I'm not that's Indian. They're not Indian. Yeah. And then but but people don't know. Like I'm the only brown kid there. It's like, so right. that's Indian, right? It's the same thing. But I heard even uh this is of course hearsay, but it makes sense. But I heard at Google there's still like there's caste system stuff, and that there was a a meeting where someone someone pointed out something who was of a lower caste and then the the other guy, like, said something in Hindi to him, and then the guy shut up, and they learned that what he said was, like, know your place, even though that the guy was right, but since he was of a lower caste, like, wow. the like, higher caste guy was, like, "no, know, know your place, guy. And this is at the Google campus in San
0: Francisco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. So it still exists, but that's when it started to kind of, like... Maslow's hierarchy of needs, which is like Maslow never actually made a pyramid thing. And he never actually thought of those things of being like a uh, leveling up to these. Oh, it's uh, like Darwin uh, and survival of the fittest. Yeah, but but it was it was but it's still like metaphorically ish. But he was sort of saying kind of if you're really stripping down the basics and trying to get it through to children or something. But um, because what's wrong we all... with the pyramid, though? Well, because like, think about like, what is it? Um, it's like food, it, shelter, um, uh,
1: self-actualization is self, at the top. Yeah. Um, maybe social
0: needs like somewhere
1: in between. Yeah, that. yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, if you think about it, you kind of need all of those things, and they're all fluctuating all the time. So. you you need you need like esteem to get to work to get those needs met and thing. And if you think about if you think about like how you're born into the world, um, you don't head first, first lo- learn to have a roof over your head and like feed yourself. That's you don't learn that for. 20 years, you know, and and you're starting to give you all sorts of validation and every and everything else. It's it's all like all of those things are kind of working in like, you know, love and belonging and social things. Those are the first things that you start having. Your needs are met when you're when you're a child. And then, so it is, it is like base level. Yes, you need to be able to like breathe and eat food and that sort of thing. And without that, those other things don't, can't possibly exist, but they also aren't like, first I will get this. And then after I get this thing, I will get this thing. And then after I get this thing, then I can get that. It's not that dramatic. You're not my family
1: until I've had this, this apple.
0: Right. Okay. Right.
1: Now that I've eaten the apple, you are my family.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And not eating the apple till there's a roof over my head. But still, once people weren't so, um, you know, financially desperate constantly, they were able to select for things um, like, uh, you know, love and stuff like that, and and especially, um, and and then it it also became more and more about females getting more and more rights and and like the 60s were uh, a big time for being married for love and the way someone makes you feel and we don't actually need all of these rigid structured stereotypes because even of birth after birth control the industrial, right yeah but it's also just like there was more like females were allowed to, to work more there was just there was just lots Because of birth options. control, right? Yeah, 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 because of birth control.
1: I mean, yeah. I just heard this somewhere, but I remember that all, all the, the women's rights, a lot of it hinges on uh, reproductive control because otherwise, like, if you don't have that control, like, too bad, you're pregnant now, and then you have to raise this kid, and you have to raise the next kid that you're also not planning, and you have to raise the next one. So, of course, you don't get to go work in marketing. Right. At, third rail creative or wherever
0: right right and um yeah so but but then along that uh, but there's also that's when that's when we started demanding like more from each other too so also divorce rates skyrocketed you no longer needed someone to survive and then at the same time now you're like i also need you to not only are we this like survival team that's like this corporation that's forming this bond together but I need you to be a part of my spiritual growth and to like <laughs> make me happy and do all of these other things which is what marriage seems to be about today which I think is fantastic but fuck when you think about it that is it is a lot of pressure yeah. and and so we, we have the I, I would say that currently we have the opportunity to make marriage the best that it's been since, you know, maybe ever, but certainly since, like, the agricultural revolution.
1: That'll always be the original James Bond. Yeah. Yeah,
0: The original agricultural
1: cake-on-the-head marriage will be Sean Connery, but we can still... But in some ways it's more difficult
0: and more complicated because it's, like, it also comes along with, like, the ability to opt out and like just the expectations on both parties are just more about like way more complicated and nuanced things than they yeah. they used to be. And
1: I don't know. And there's know. only more traditions being added; they're not
0: taking away traditions. They should. I I wish they put in marriage ceremony on our next marriage ceremony because I don't think marriage is like because sometimes i'm like ah marriage is silly but marriage isn't really the problem it's the difficulty of divorce that is like the issue if divorce wasn't such a uh, like because it's gotten to be less and less of a social taboo but it's a huge legal pain in the ass like yeah. i have i have friends that have gone through like my it's a God, racket no the,
1: the it the uh divorce
0: lawyers it's designed to just drain both sides and of just make each other, make them hate each other and rip fam- just ripping families apart for profit and like damaging children and everything else not that it's just lawyers and uh, you know other people are You shouldn't be as able well, to profit from it There's certain things you shouldn't be able to profit from like there should be in wedding vows like Instead of until death do you part, there should be like a. If this doesn't work out, that's we're gonna be chill, right? Like we're gonna. (laughs) (laughs) And I promise to be chill if this doesn't all work out because sometimes life happens and things change. That should be a part of a wedding.
1: Did I ever tell you about the wine box story? Not Weinbach, Brent Weinbach, but the wine, the wine in the in box. A box. I'm a yeah. big
0: fan of boxed wine, by the way. It's I not, feel... it,
1: not Franzia, not boxed wine, but uh, I'm I'm articulating this in a confusing way. I was at a wedding where there was yeah. this ritual in which they take out a wooden box, and then the ordained minister puts a bottle of wine in it and two wine glasses, and the bride and the groom put notes inside the box like vows that they had written to each other about how much they loved each other and what they mean to each other and stuff and then they get hammers out and then they they drive nails into the box it was really bizarre because the wedding you know you're not used to seeing someone with a hammer and nail like pound in a a nail so they seal the wooden box and then the ritual is uh if you're ever like about to have a a relationship ending fight and you're thinking about getting divorced and you can't stand each other, I want you to go, like, (laughs) take this thing out of the box, you pour a glass of wine, you go into different rooms and you read the notes you read each other. And if you can make it to your 10th anniversary without opening the box, then you can open the box as a celebration of hitting that 10 years. And the, the couple I saw that... They got divorced like six months later, and I couldn't stop thinking about like, did, did he open the box? It, the uh, box didn't work? You didn't read the box? What happened to the box? Tell gra- us about the box. What
0: happened to the box? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: maybe
0: it was just a great bottle of, of wine. <laughs> he drank all the
1: wine, it was gone. <laughs>
0: oh, maybe it was just a great bottle of wine. I, I, yeah. yeah, I don't know. There needs to be something like that, but I don't know. More I, bizarre I rituals that- for sure. I mean, we did we did a little one. We
1: did a bizarre ritual. People... I
0: I loved our wedding. I I did scramble to try to get us ordained, and it turns out North Carolina is like the one state that doesn't legally recognize this like eh, kind of like uh, iffy like get ordained instantly online like yeah. church thing. But now I don't know if I need to like get my residency here in North Carolina so that i can get ordained here so that we can do the thing i gotta look into i better start that process soon just in case it's long and a pain in the ass um but uh but yeah it needs it needs to be for real for real um when we do it next time because they were up for it if we would have been ordained they would have like you know it would have been like illegally binding thing and they were cool with that instead it's uh, they got the ceremony and they're still going to do the legally binding thing yeah. so as far as like it was a it was a real-ish fun silly wedding because they also just they brought the ring with them and it was that uh, it was it, it was a lot of fun I was nervous I was when they said that they when they came up to me Saturday when I had a zillion things going on and my foot's injured and there's like the rain going, happening and stuff. But at the same oh, time, yeah. people are like getting tattoos and and stuff. And like, whoa, people are getting tattoos with our, but that's amazing. Okay. And then, and then when they're like, we talked about it and we're getting married, I'm like, you're getting me. And I laughed a lot. And then part of me was like, oh my God. Oh God. I gotta, whoa. What am I, what am I gonna say? What are, should we be doing this? Is what? there was a lot of things that went through my head, but it was a lot of fun. And yeah. you crushed it. I didn't I the whole the whole festival Ramin would be like, Do you need help with anything? I'm just like, just go out there and Remain around town and people love it. I'll handle <laughs> everything else. And uh and then and that was great. But the one thing that I needed help with was that wedding. And you and you put that together and Fucking crushed it. Oh, thank
1: you. That I still count as um, digital work. Like, because I was asking you for physical manual labor and you turned me down every time I asked, like, do you need help moving this firewood? Do you need help moving this hay? The funniest was when I asked if you needed going to help picking up the hay and you just told me no and then you walk 10 feet away and you just asked someone else like can you come help me with this hay
0: <laughs> well cuz i wanted first off we should both be able to be available to be like chatting with people yeah. and hanging out with people so it was like bad enough that i wasn't around so i wanted you to be able to no, and we at, made at the, the comparison least. already. You're
1: making hors d'oeuvres in the kitchen, and I'm like sitting in the living room, being like, "Oh, Tuscany, huh? Well, what <laughs> yeah, was yeah. Tuscany like this part of year? I'm glad you asked. Yeah, we had, well, we weren't planning on going, but then, you know, <laughs> we, had,
0: we, we had a good division of labor, um, and uh, it was a good. It, I wonder how many. Uh, I I wonder if eventually they'll make like a law on somewhere some country or state where x number of if you ha- have x number of podcasts together with someone your common law married <laughs> i feel like 500 episodes and we're definitely we're gonna law. get it yeah married, in the, and i'll be like i'll have to explain like oh sorry i can't i i i would i'd love to uh go on a date with you tomorrow but i have this recording with my husband um <laughs> coming up and we're just so behind and <laughs> and then the mom kids that we're going to make will not
1: be bastards yeah, yeah. or bastettes. Are women bastards? I don't know. It feels like a man word, a bastard.
0: Or are this, they like a sister? This is a long episode, but I'm having fun. Are you okay to do a couple more things? Yeah, um, yeah. We got to wrap it up. We, we got we, we to gotta, wrap, wrap it up
1: and then end it. But we have to uh, oh. come to natural conclusions, you know?
0: oh here he, i do i have some natural conclusions for us because we About then you know, real we're, bastards we're going to yeah. look that up um and we're going to we're going to show the video of the ceremony at the end of this episode um so that's that's why we also got to start wrapping up our blabbing but we've been doing short ones recently so sometimes you get a long sewed because we're having fun um so there is things like tying the knot it was literally a knot you would bond people's hands together and then, like rain became lucky on wedding days because it would make the knot tighter and more secure. We'd be like, oh, even more with the symbolism. <laughs> and then um, in in Rome, uh, you you kiss at the end of the ceremony because in Rome, a kiss was legally binding. Like if you kissed someone, it was like there. Well, that's that then. And cool. so, <laughs> would, that's like the thou is uh, no longer my wife, but the opposite. Um, but here's a here's just a fun paragraph to read. The Talmud is very strict about banning extramarital sex, but also enforcing marital sex. The Talmud even lays am I pronouncing that right? The I think it's Talmud, yeah. The Talmud even lays out a timetable for how often husbands should rejoice their wives. What's that? Come? Uh p- pleasure there. Wow. Oh, just or, any sort or, of or fun. I okay. guess take pleasure from the derived i don't know take them to bed um for men of independent means every day for laborers twice a week
1: <laughs> so for- it, it was saturday and sunday for laborers every day for the yeah.
0: bourgeoisie for ass drivers <laughs> once a week <laughs> for what <laughs> for I was trying to say with a straight face for ass drivers oh, horse, once horse, a week uh, for Uber donkey, drivers back then. for donkey drivers.
1: Yeah, okay, that was and Uber. For, Isn't it funny that for, Uber driver uh, is like this historical thing? It was a taxi driver up until ten years ago. Before that, they're ass drivers. Yeah, before that, they like just carry you.
0: Use so that your next Uber driver. You know, you're carrying on a long tradition of ass driving. <laughs> And then for, I, I and if you are an ass driver, I imagine the ass being driven into it finds once a week to be a, enough. Um, for camel drivers, once a week. And for sailors, once in six months. Like, you're a sailor, you should really only have sex twice a year with your wife. That's like, I think they just, I think it's just a way of weeding out you know the, like the lower you are in class, oh. just like you have them have sex less by you know, by oh, the, the, so they don't so, so they, they don't pre- revolt produce so, th- so they produce less, but yeah. also they still get to have sex. Control is, sex, control everything.
1: Is that a, a measured phenomenon? Because just going by my feel of it people of lower income get pregnant super easily and then people with high income it's like we've been trying for for mm. eight months and we're on in vitro and she's on this this and this and we've been trying these positions and it still doesn't take and this miscarriage and this is icu but then like people who can't afford the kid like it just seems so easy
0: yeah yeah i it's mm. kind of a
1: it's a funny uh, irony there
0: in a way yeah, it might ha- it might have to do with pressure and stuff and all. Yeah, I don't know. And it he, might not even be correct. Like statistically, this could be full of shit. But does it not sound true? It does. I mean, I mean, stress can inhibit. Uh, stress can inhibit pregnancy. Uh, like dieting, um, just just being like a, like if you like run marathons or whatever, you're you've evolved to uh if if your body doesn't have enough like marathon runners historically have a very difficult time getting pregnant so if you're if you're very thin then your body's gonna be like we don't have a lot of extra calories around <laughs> here and then uh additionally if you're putting a lot of pressure on it and not having sex for funsies it does seem like there's like female orgasm is is like there's like a uptake thing that can happen during the female orgasm that, that potentially is like getting more sperm, giving more sperm, more chances. Mm. So there could be some stuff like that where it's like a pressure situation, but yeah, I don't know. It's also like if you're doing it more mindful, it, who knows? I, 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 have a lot of that. I would potentially say about that. And I remember someone wrote something, Maybe we should do another one of these episodes, um, because someone... Maybe some, it's
1: not a marriage one, maybe it's a, a coupling or something.
0: Yeah. Yeah, maybe we'll do, um... Maybe we'll do another marriage one for, like, November's bonus episode, because we had some people on Patreon write some... Renewing cool, our vows! Cool, yeah. Yeah, second part we could
1: say, like, we're renewing our marriage episode
0: vows. I had some more things to say for sure there was some more stuff that I found that was interesting and and some people on Patreon said some really cool stuff that I didn't get a chance to uh, to get into so yeah maybe we'll do Well, well what did we say here's what it'll be this was the wedding one then we'll do an actual like marriage life uh, weddings and marriage. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So this is the weddings one we'll
1: do. So did we miss anything wedding-wise? We got bridesmaids, we got groomsmen, we've got best man, we've got the groom, we've got the father, we got the shotgun wedding, we've got the uh, tying the knot.
0: Well, I did I did think of a weird thing. So I did this like deep dive into some stuff, and there is, it turns out, so it turns out you can have a... a Uh, um, posthumous or yeah posthumous I always uh, want to say posthumous yeah yeah posthumous posthumous wedding um, uh, corpse bride in France and it started I, I think there was times throughout history where you could do it for like restoring family ties or like whatever you could you were being haunted by someone's ghost so you would need to like marry them so they would stop haunting you or whatever there'd be this and that so this is where corpse bride comes from maybe maybe but in the i think 1950s in france there was some dam that broke and killed like 500 people or something there was like one of the guys was supposed to be getting married a week or two later and and um and the wife (laughs) or the <laughs> she, st- she like, uh, um, yeah. She advocated to the government to allow her to have like the wedding or whatever. Anyway, and I don't know if it was just like a picture of him or something, or and then so it became this legal. Thing where you can marry dead people, which I think I'm against. Uh, like general, you know, like I don't think that you, marrying dead people. Why? not? I don't think you could. I don't know. It's like yeah. they're dead, you know. So it's, it's, it's it, if it like, makes that psycho happy, why not? Yeah, I guess. I mean, we'll keep an eye on you. I think <laughs> yeah, so many yeah, so can't. many things should be you, allowed because, their because if you get their corpse and you marry them, I don't think that that's. I don't know. It's yeah. like if, if someone, it'd be and like. And corpse is
1: decomposed by now.
0: Yeah, maybe.
1: But I'm just saying like so many things, it's like, oh, well, should we allow that? I, I say, let's allow it, but we're going to keep an eye on you. Like, yeah. Because now we know something about.
0: It's like my dog died. I love my dog. So I'm just going to keep on having a dog. And then someone's like, well, you can't actually just like drag it down the street on a leash. Like we've, <laughs> we've talked about it. <laughs> And no one likes when you do that. And it, yeah. it would be best if we didn't need to create a law about this and you would just stop, but so I think it opened up some loophole. So it happens, it happens to people that were engaged and then they like die in the military. So you can marry posthumously with military things. And then, so I'm like looking into that and I guess you can marry by proxy. In some states. So you can have, you know, like people's court when it's not like the actual people, but like actors playing the people and advocating for their thing in the court. Yeah. You can do that for a wedding. Cool. So we could have proxy weddings at Mumfest for people that want to get married by us but can't make it to the fest. So we could maybe have like actors play the part of. This is going to happen quicker than you think. <laughs> I, I know. So that's what I was, th- that that could be our weird, because to have a good one, you need, I think in like the Church of Mom, which we probably should establish, I think you need something that is really bizarre and silly, but has some traditional historical basis behind it and somehow legally binding because if it's legally binding that's hilarious yes it's way funnier if it's legally for binding. our church can we make part of our religion
1: that we have to pay taxes and show the irs our books because so many other religions are like they hide it we yeah, should make yeah. it that we're not allowed to accept money but we also have to show you our books every year and it's like every year we just show the irs complete zero
0: Oh, and that's the religion. goes into a church. Now I'm thinking. Well, we'll have to ask
1: Alex Gray and his <sighs> wife, Allison, who have the Church of the Sacred Mirrors of Antheon. Hmm. Where we're an actual religion now that doesn't pay a cent to the government because Allah says that the self is one ever expanding <laughs> cosmic spark that doesn't need to show any books.
0: um well yeah so we'll uh, write us write us with your ideas for what uh, for some fun wedding watch the wedding ceremony that we had try to think of some fun ones for next year because I'm looking forward to the next times we marry people because the first one was was nerve-wracking and really last minute and we threw it all together but with a little bit of time we could really we already... Our festival's already better than whatever wedding that you're going to do, let's face it. Yeah. And so... And we've been to Prince Harry's wedding. We've been to David Beckham's wedding. Plus, it's a way of getting out of, like, bringing your grandma and, like, the extended relatives that... Not that you don't li- like them or love them or whatever, but, like, you wouldn't invite to a party. Like, no. you just get to invite your people that you would invite to a party, and that's your wedding party. Um, for there it would be fun to if you only got lookalikes too for like the, for that old bringing back that old <laughs> tradition So, if you get married at Mumfest, you need to find people that are your doppelgangers. We gotta get a casting director. We gotta expand
1: our team and find a casting person that can find exactly the right-
0: That could be fun. That could be a fun tradition if you have doppelgangers next we're on to something see we we're just got a lot of things we're on to a lot of things we just got to get more ideas cooking so leave if you're on youtube spotify wherever it allows you to leave comments instagram of course we always love uh we, we love hearing your ideas sorry the patreon people uh that wrote some awesome stuff it'll be in the we'll do that i'll save what did it. they write? they just wrote great show and we don't even have time to say no, that no about like trials and tribulations pros and cons of marriage that made me come up with some i, I thought there that's was some like, great actually a sequel lot of content i thought that i thought there was a lot to dig into and in some of the uh, some people wrote some like lengthy thoughtful things have you ever noticed friends, so. that men are always leaving the toilet seat
1: <laughs> up <laughs> that's the joke <laughs> Uh well
0: Until next time, keep on salivating, honeys. These ropes do actually make us officially ordained by the Church of Mom, Um, by the way. We haven't filled out the paperwork for the Church of Mom, but, uh, you know, it's a thing anyway. It's just a subjective reality. Um, So, yeah, we're we're going to marry. Ramin, you've married more people than me. I so do have a, yeah, <laughs> I have a general package that I offer. Sometimes people <laughs> add their own
1: vows, but yeah, we like to make it easy so you can just focus on spending time with your family and friends, because a lot of people are like, where did the wedding go? We spent all that time planning it. But with my services, you can save all that for the low, low price of $10,000 an hour. <laughs> so, without further
0: ado, R- um, Ramin, pull the back of your hoodie back a little, a little bit. There you go. Oh, or or I want to
1: be red riding hood, though, yeah.
0: I mean, black riding hood. Just I like mean, like this, I mean. Oh,
1: okay. Is that good? Oh, is it is, over? Did perfect. I ruin it? It see, but you'll never forget this marriage. <laughs> 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 see, don't, there it, see? it is. Perfect. Do we begin? Yeah, of course. <laughs> marriage is the biggest, most intense commitment on planet Earth. God defines marriage as whatever I want. I am God. Feel my wrath and tremble before me. The concept of marriage was invented all the way back in 1932 by Alexander Graham Weddingburg as a method to keep chickens warm. Chickens would often freeze in the winter time uh, with just a single person caressing them and it was Weddingburg who experienced an aha moment, a.k.a. Bicycle Day, in which he asked uh, uh, someone to marry him, Andrian Graham Weddingberg. And, um, yeah, ever since then, weddings have upheld, and there's never been any disputes about them, and they've been a simple uh, procedure, kind of like penicillin. Like, penicillin solved 50% of uh, illness on Earth, and now we have weddings to solve the other 50%. So, um, we, can, we, we know you perhaps have prepared vows uh, for yourself, but we've also prepared vows that you can uh, say to each other. So, um, I'm going to turn the brightness up on my wedometer here. This is not a phone. Who would bring a phone to a wedding thing? That would be <laughs> unforgivable. A weddingometer, though. All right, your vow, they're both very short. Okay. Brittany, I promise to do whatever you want whenever you want. (laughs) Andrew, I don't want to do this. Just kidding. Will you promise to hold me (laughs) when I'm sick? Yeah. (laughs) You don't have to hold her when she's healthy. We dropped that from the Constitution back in 1976. Nice. <laughs> Just sickness, no in health. All right, do it, so we're doing our own vows Yeah, now? do All your right. own
0: vows okay. as well, sure. Brittany,
1: I love you. You've made me an incredibly better person through my entire three years that we've known each other. And I couldn't imagine being with anybody else forever and ever, and since I get to go first, (laughs) if you were a fruit, you would be a fine apple.
0: (laughs) Andrew, I love you now. I love you forever. You are perfect and so pure, and I will always be beside you in your soul. I think we now pronounce you man and wife. You gonna, may kiss each other. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. there's rings I got a I ring forgot. bear. I got a ring bear. That's why remains yeah. he remains the one that normally marries people He brought rings and everything. This was part of the plan. All right. Andrew and Brittany, we pronounce you married Woo! by the Church of
1: middle. Yeah, yeah.
0: Thank you guys so much.
1: Celebrate good times, come on.
0: <laughs> I love that. You oh. guys are amazing Thank you, Thank so, you. Am Thank you. so much I want to actually be out You two are the fucking best <laughs> You're the best